Hello and welcome to Sacred Gardens Meditations and Mindfulness. I'm Samantha and I will be guiding you through today's meditation. Take a moment to get comfortable and we'll get started. Hey guys, before getting into today's episode, I have something new to share with you all. Well, semi-new. Last year, I offered a program called Mindfulness for the Holidays, and I'm excited to be offering it again this year with some new changes. Mindfulness for the Holidays is a four-week self-guided program inviting you to discover more peace and less stress during the holiday season. The program includes exclusive meditations not found on my podcast, information specific to the topic of the week, and exclusive journal prompts and activities related to that week's topic. Topics covered include getting grounded or rooted, setting boundaries, remaining present, and returning to a place of stillness. If you're interested, you can sign up today at www.sacredgarden.cc forward slash mindfulness. The link is also listed in the show notes. You're always welcome to email me with any questions you may have at samantha at sacredgarden.cc. Now, on to the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode. So, this week's episode is a little bit different for me in terms of vulnerability. As I'm sharing with you guys some of my personal self-reflection as I end my 20s. So, I've been spending past couple of weeks thinking about how my 20s were. When I look back over my 20s, it just amazes me how much has changed, how much I've changed, especially when I think about who I was when I was 20. I was in college, earning a bachelor's degree in photography, with hopes to one day move to New York City to be an artist or to work for National Geographic. I had hopes and plans to be married and be done having kids by the time I turned 30. My 20s turned out to be a spiritual roller coaster. I'm officially 30. I don't live in New York. I don't work for National Geographic. I don't make art for a living. And my husband and I don't have kids. I went from being an artist to a therapist and a yoga teacher. And I absolutely love what I do. I love where I'm currently at. I love getting to meet new people and to be present with them in their pain and their suffering and their struggles. I love to be that person that gets to hold space and hear what someone is experiencing and going through. I love that I get the opportunity to be so present with someone and they're being so authentic and raw and vulnerable. It's been an amazing career shift for me. But when I was 20, if someone told me, wait, when you're 30, you're going to be a therapist and you're going to love it. I'm not so sure I would have bought into that. Even now, sometimes when I run into someone from high school or, or middle school even, sometimes they'll respond, you're a therapist? You? 
It's it's shocking. It so it's amazing how much a person can change. It's amazing how much can happen and transform someone in a year, let alone 10. My reflection over my 20s has been heightened as I spent the last week of my 20s on a vacation with my husband and for part of it with some friends exploring the national parks out in Washington state. The trip out there was so beautiful. I felt like I was in a fairy tale. I think specifically because the trees in Washington, if, if you've never been there, they're filled with moss. And it it's something very magical about it. At least visually. It feels, feels like you're in this other world. And we were there during the fall, so the colors are starting to change. So everything is orange and green because of all the evergreens there. It's, it's just beautiful. Anyways... While we were there, we had plans and hopes to go on an orca tour to see some orca. And we also had plans or hopes (laughs) to fly in a plane over the state of Washington to see things from a top-down view. But the weather changed our plans. (laughs) And it's, it's funny to say that. As my friend pointed out to me while we were there, the weather does exactly what the weather is going to do, or planned to do, or desired to do. It's funny that we think that we have some sort of control or these set expectations as if nothing's going to alter it or change, and then we're mad about it. Oh gosh, the weather. How dare the weather ruin my plans. It's kind of comical. It's just this nice reminder we're a part of the world. We get to choose to learn how to move with the wind, ride the wave, flow down the stream, or try to fight against it. So my vacation was a reminder of this. And my 20s was experiencing it. My 20s has been learning how to release my expectations and go with the flow. So when I came to a point as an artist with this realization that it wasn't really working for me, I could have folded into the sorrows of the unknown. Instead of learning to adapt, maneuver, and explore other options. When our plans changed in Washington, We could have decided to sulk inside, rather than taking spontaneous hikes, trying new foods, and spending time with new friends, having amazing conversations. And even now, as a therapist, I I have a private practice that I decided to start in the middle of a pandemic. (laughs) I am a limited licensed professional counselor. And I don't take insurance, so I'm private pay, cash only. And I can choose to look at this and say, wow, the odds are stacked against me that I will ever, that I'll ever be able to make a living out of being a therapist. I can choose to give up. I can choose to beat myself up or be down on myself. Or I can choose to cultivate patience with this process. And I can choose to immerse myself fully 
when I am with clients. And I can choose to enjoy the extra free time that I have. Or even thinking about not having kids and being 30. I can choose to focus on this lack, this thing that I I might be missing. Or I can choose to focus on the joy that I experience with my husband. The alone time that we get, the adventures that we get. Now, to be very clear, I'm not saying that it's easy to go with the flow of life. I'm not saying that once you realize that you're disappointed to ignore it and get over it. It's not what I am trying to convey at all. I'm not saying you won't be sad, hurt, and disappointed. But what I am saying is that we get to choose how to respond when we are faced with difficulties. And I don't imagine that listening to this episode will change this overnight for you. I do hope that sharing this episode with you offers you some inspiration and hope, along with practical tools to use when expectations are not met and disappointments arise. So let's dive into that. Let's talk about that. What do we do when we have a plan, we have an expectation, and it's not met? We're let down, we're disappointed. If you like to take notes, you're welcome to take notes. I just have a three quick steps to kind of jot down to think about that you can apply in the present moment. The first step is learn to be present and observe. When you become let down by something, the expectation isn't met. You're disappointed. Simply be present with yourself. A lot of times we have this automatic pilot that just kind of jumps in and we start getting angry or upset or blaming other things or lashing out to other people. But instead, use this as an opportunity to just notice. Name and notice what's happening physically and emotionally within you before you even begin to react. So, for example, when this Orca tour was canceled, immediately disappointment. Wow, we were really looking forward to this. And it's okay to be in that feeling, be in that emotion, noticing what that looks like for you. Notice what it feels like to feel disappointed. While you notice and observe disappointment, invite yourself to a calm place. So I personally like to take deep breaths. Sometimes I close my eyes. To at least calm down the nervous system so that you can acknowledge and say, I'm experiencing disappointment. I'm experiencing frustration. And then step two, acknowledge and recognize if anything can be done to change the outcome. So in my example of Washington, when we found out the tour was canceled, We looked into, okay, is there a different time that we can go? Is there another tour that could be available somewhere else, different day, that worked with our schedule? The answer was no. But let's say something can be done. Or let's say it's not clear. So in my example of changing careers, at first I was starting or trying to be an artist. I was trying to make that work financially. But I came to a point where 
Not only was it not really working financially, I wasn't loving it. I felt like something was missing or lacking, and I saw myself having the options of continuing to pursue that, which I very well could have. I could have done, I'm sure, a lot of different things to pursue being an artist. Or I could seek out other options, other career paths, other choices. So that step two is acknowledge and recognize if anything can be done to change the outcome. So if you come to the conclusion then that something can be done, simple. Find a way to do it. Simple doesn't mean easy. (laughs) But sometimes that outcome can't be changed, such as the weather doing what the weather does and affecting your plans. Which in that case, it brings us to step three. Learn to ride the wave. Learn to go with the flow. Learn to move with the wind. And asking yourself, how can I move forward with this change? How can I be present and accept that things are different than the way that I had planned? So these three steps are inviting you to increase self-awareness and insight and perspective change. So if this is sufficient for you, you like these three steps, you're welcome to stop the episode here. But if you are interested in the meditation portion, I'll be guiding you through a meditation version of these three steps. And when you're ready, come into a comfortable position. For this meditation, you're welcome to lie down, sit down, any sort of comfortable space that you like to be. So taking your time to find what that is for you. And when you're ready, closing the eyes. Begin to notice the breath. How the breath is a little bit cool as it flows in inside the nose and a little bit warm as it flows out along the upper lip. Gently beginning to deepen the breath so that the low belly is expanding, rising as you inhale. And gently falling and drawing in as you exhale. Noticing what's happening physically within the body. Allowing the body to relax fully, getting out any fidgeting. If you come to a place of stillness, you may even notice subtle pulsing or throbbing or vibrating. And anytime the mind starts to wander away, continuing to bring the mind back to the breath.
So you're focusing on the breath, noticing the body coming to a calming place. Imagine that you're floating down a river. And this is a safe place. Some people might not like water so much, so maybe imagine you're on a float. You feel relaxed as the water gently touches the skin. And it's warm outside, so the sun is shining down on you. The water is a little bit cool. And it's still. And it's gentle. simply floating, you're being, you're existing. As you're riding this river, you're enjoying the day, and all of a sudden, it begins to slightly rain. Seems like the clouds came out of nowhere. As the sunshine begins to disappear. And notice what begins to happen with the body. So although you are gently floating down, the rain is now brushing the skin. And perhaps you begin to feel frustrated disappointed. Notice if any areas of the body begin to tense up or tighten up. The shoulders might get to kind of round. There's a tightness in the chest. Queasy feeling in the belly. Maybe you scrunch up the face, clench your fists. So as this change is beginning to take place, around you, noticing what's happening within you. And as you're floating down the river, you're back to the breath, inviting the body to relax. So you open up the palms, the muscles of the face soften, and begin to allow yourself to enjoy the rain. Just when you start to relax, enjoy the rain, the river starts to pick up. The speed seems to be going faster. So you start to move a little bit. You're a little bit more alert as you're floating down. You're still aware. Aware of the changes that just quickly took place. 
as you're naming and noticing what's happening physically with the body, what's happening emotionally, begin to reflect and acknowledge, recognize. Is there anything I can do to change this outcome? I planned for a day of sunshine, and now there is rain. As you recognize that it is what it is, it's like this now. A softness begins to take over you. You begin to unclench the fists, soften the brow, the muscles of the face. The belly feels a little relaxed again. And you come back to the breath. And just when you start to come back to this place of relaxation, the wind starts to pick up and the water begins to move a little faster. So now you are alert. As you're flowing down the river, you recognize how quickly the change just took place. And instead of trying to swim upstream, you learn to go with the flow. So as you're moving down this river, the speed might be picking up. And as you're going forward, there's some obstacles. Some rocks are bigger than others. And you you begin to learn how to maneuver to make your way around the obstacles and flow with the stream. As you're noticing, I can move forward with this change. Not only do you begin to move forward with it, but you're beginning to enjoy it. You had planned for this day of a relaxing float down the river. And now the river is adventurous. And a little bit wild, a little bit scary. But you have a sense of confidence. And joy and fun. In this thrill. And as you're moving through this river. You come to a point where the river kind of expands and opens almost like you're coming into like a small pond and you're back in stillness again and then you lay back and float in this pond the winds begin to slowly die down you're beginning to feel less raindrops The eyes are closed. You open them again. The clouds are beginning to part. And the sun is shining down on you once again. And you smile. And you realize that you are capable of going with the flow, riding the wave, 
moving with the wind. That instead of panicking or drowning, you found a way to not only move with the earth, with the changes, the plans, with the expectations, you found a way to enjoy it and love it. have a new sense of confidence that the next time you encounter the storm, find out that you have the tools to make it through. Thank you for joining me for today's meditation. I release new meditations every Monday. Please share this episode if you've enjoyed it. Sharing episodes helps others to see this content, and I greatly appreciate your support. If you are interested in scheduling an appointment or have a meditation request, you are welcome to email me at samantha at sacredgarden.cc. For more information about Sacred Garden, you can check out my website at www.sacredgarden.cc or follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Sacred Garden Wellness.